Hey you guys, how y'all doing? Um Well anyway, I'm back and I'm better. I always say I'm gonna be consistent. I'm gonna start making more videos. Child, I lied to y'all and I'm lying to myself. No, I'm not. But I'm here now. So <laughs> I'm back now. Anywho. So I just saw on TikTok that they that the Supreme Court just took down affirmative action and a lot of Asian people have been complaining about affirmative action. It's really hard for them to get into these elite schools. They're working very hard and they feel like the blacks are just not working as hard as them. You know, that's how they feel. So why are they in the school and the Asians are not in the school? Um now, the white people are also not working as hard. They, they don't mind that because they, they don't mind white people getting in for legacy reasons and being C students and F students and getting in Ivy League schools. It's just the black people. How dare the black people? Even though there's like 10 black people and like a thousand white people who had in over them. But, you know, it's the black people. So now the Asians think that they'll get in easier because the blacks are not getting in. But Asians are still not white, so they cannot uh, choose to let people in based off of race anymore. So I don't think that Asians will have any easier chance getting in. I honestly anticipate that things will stay exactly the same for Asians and things will get more difficult for black people and things will stay the same for white people. I don't think this is going to change anything for Asian people because the people denying Asian people entry into Harvard were not black people. They were white people. So until Asian people get some white privilege, they're going to continue to have the same problems. I mean, maybe a few more, like maybe instead of four people, people getting in maybe 10 people who, who are Asian will get in but um I think Asians are just delusional when it comes to their perspective I mean it's a white institution so what are you getting mad at, at black people for but their whole thing is black people are stupid they don't deserve to be here now that's the racist Asian perspective not all Asian people feel that way but the racist ones do which there are plenty now as far as what I think and this is a controversial opinion. This is not the opinion of most African Americans, I don't believe. But this is definitely my opinion. So I'm just speaking for myself. And I'm an African American woman. I went to community college. I did not go to an Ivy League school. I did not go to a private school. So my opinion on college is college is a scam. Now, I've heard other millennials say that, not just me, black millennials, white millennials. I've heard people say that. But the reason that I feel like college is a scam is that we millennials went to college in droves. We went more than Gen Xers, more than baby boomers, more than any generation. And we had the worst outcomes. We would have been better off going to trade school and getting civil service jobs. But we were told that if we went to college, we would be better off. But most of us were not. Now, for me, I had straight A's in high school. I finished high school in three and a half years. Now, I struggled in elementary school, but by middle school, I had kind of caught up. And by high school, I was doing well. I did well on my state exams. I did well on my um, final essays that I had to write. My school was a little different. We had to do essays. I did well in English. I did well in math. I did well in history. I did okay in science. But okay is like a 90, but everything else I got 90 plus. So I was a straight A student. 
And I'm not saying I was the brightest student, but I was a straight A student for the most part. I think I got like one B, one C, my whole education in high school. But for the most part, I got all 90s plus. I got A's. So people were kind of confused when I applied to so few colleges. And then I ended up going to a community college. They were like, you could have definitely went to Spelman or went to a private school. But guess what? I never even ended up getting a job based off of my major or anything. My college degree ended up being useless as far as the job market. Now, I'm not going to say I didn't learn anything useful. I learned some useful things. I think back sometimes when I'm learning about history and I'll think, oh, I did learn that in my history class. Or sometimes I'll be in certain situations and I'll learn about economics and I'll remember things I learned in my economics class. Sometimes I'll be thinking and that's pretty much it. Oh, my math class. My math class, I learned a lot, too. That's it. Like English, I didn't learn anything. We were writing essays in high school and my English teachers were just jerks. I didn't learn anything in my English class. Public speaking, I learned some fun facts, but nothing that I needed to take a class to learn. It was pretty much a waste of my time. Um, my art class, it was just all on Mac computers. It was photography and it's basically all outdated information because iPhones are way more advanced now than they were back then. So that was a waste of time too. And what else? I'm trying to think. Anywho, it don't even matter because clearly I don't remember it. So basically I would say math, like I loved learning logic the math version not just the philosophy of logic but in math there is logic like there are equations and if this equals that then it equals that that's a logical argument logic is a form of mathematics and learning that in college it really helped me to um, understand the world in a different way I wish they taught that in high school Instead of some of this other nonsense that they teach. Because I think thinking logically is important. And I did pretty well in logic. But that made me think even more logically than I was already thinking. I had some classmates who struggled with logic. And then <laughs> one of them went up to my professor. And she's like, "Why? why what does this mean if I don't understand this? She says, you don't think logically. She was like, what? She just said, I don't think logically. But like literally you don't. Because you're like failing in logic. So <laughs> that was funny. Um so yeah everything I think I learned the most in math and economics and science they teach some good things in science as well but I just didn't do well in science English worthless wouldn't recommend it the teachers are atheist bigots like I hated English um that's like the most illogical class to take they don't even focus on grammar it's just like worthless most English classes I feel Unless they're, like, teaching you how to write poems, I don't even see the point of it. Like, very few people are going to write essays for a living, so I really don't see the point, and I don't believe it makes you a critical thinker. I believe mathematics makes you a critical thinker. Learning hard science makes you a critical thinker, and learning history makes you a critical thinker, not just writing a bunch of essays, like, comparing different books and these long-winded essays saying the same thing in 50 different ways such a waste of time now all that being said I got paid 3,000 and then I lost the scholarship one year so then I started getting paid 2,000 a semester I did not pay for one class 
I got paid to go to class. So even though I feel like half of the the majority of the classes I took were useless and I didn't really gain all that much from my college experience, I didn't lose anything either. And the money that I was getting every semester, I was able to use it for transportation and books and a little bit of clothing. 3000 for all those months is not that much money, but I was able to buy a little bit of food. I was able to buy my Metro cards and I was able to go to school. So it did definitely help me. And I was able to learn how to budget pretty well. Thanks to that. After college, I did um, an AmeriCorps program. I feel like that was really helpful to me. But I think I should have just, once I was finished with that, took civil service exams i mean it was still like the recession basically so there were more jobs but not as many and during the recession like the civil service exams were closed for so long but um if i could do it over i would have just did civil service exams and got into like law enforcement or something i don't think i made the right decision like going into education and healthcare. but those were the decisions that i made and for me personally, I just didn't feel like college was really as worth it. I more so did it because it was my dream to do it. It was what I saw in the media and it was what I thought I wanted to do, one. And two, there were no jobs. It was the recession, so I might as well be in school. So it wasn't a complete waste of my time. But as an African-American, I've seen some statistics that show that African-Americans who go to Ivy League universities have the same rate of employment. They get the same pay. They get it's like the same as a white person going to state school. It isn't that beneficial for black people to even get Ivy League degrees. So for me, I feel like if you're going to try and go to school, we push 18-year-olds to go to school because we see it in the media and we feel like that's like the glamorous thing to do. That's like the elite thing to do. But there's not a lot of masons in the country. Like masonry is profitable. Plumbers, they make, can make money. There are so many trades that a person can get where they can make a living. So I would rather people get a trade and something that they're genuinely interested in. And then go to school to learn how to make a company where they can sell that or where they can sell themselves as being self-employed. I would rather someone who's 18 take a civil service exam and work, think about what they want to do, what they're good at doing, and try to profit off of that as much as possible. It seems like we're, we push a lot of young adults into getting these degrees in whatever and then tell them when they cannot find jobs that it's on them. This was their choice. Now they need to pay for it rather than telling them to go out and work and get hobbies and do different things that they like and that they're good at. And asking them, what kind of lifestyle do you want to live? How much money do you want to have? How many kids do you want to have? What is your talent? What is your skill? And what do you what would you like to work at? How do you best learn? Are you more visual? Do you need to see things to understand them? Maybe you should try working in tech and doing like graphic design or figuring out this AI stuff. Or are you more auditory? Maybe you should try to get into the music business and maybe you could 
be like an influencer for music or something. There's so many different ways to go about it. So maybe you should try learning tech as well. Or what is it? Do you speak well? Are you like a good speaker? Are you a resourceful person? Maybe you should try going into law. Or are you someone who thinks outside of the box, you're really creative, but you don't really like to socialize as much? Maybe you should try going into whatever, like masonry. Like, there's so many different ways of going about it rather than just saying, well, you're 18, so you have to go to college. I feel like if you're 18, you're an adult, you have to figure out how to make money to take care of yourself. Because while you're in college, your parents are basically still having custody over you, telling you to get these degrees that most of them are not going to pay for, putting you in a bunch of debt that they're not going to help you to get out of. And then most of them, they're going to kick you out as soon as you're done with college. They feel like, well, you're grown. You should be able to pay rent here or pay rent somewhere else. A lot of people don't want their grown kids living with them. Or if they do, they try to control their adult children. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've seen videos where women are like, oh, black women, because I'm black. Oh, you, you, my daughter, she could live with me so long as she's not coming home late, so long as she's not you know, doing anything wrong. She's going to school. She's working. She's doing what she's supposed to do. They don't have any of those standards for their sons. Their sons can bring home a whole bunch of different babies with different women and be on all type of child support. They don't care if they work, go to school, nothing. But they got these high, high standards for their black daughters. And then they are, you're the reason in part why your daughter is poor because you don't want to pressure and force her to go to school, go to school and work. And then you want to shame her when she comes back with a baby when she is an adult. Adults are going to have sex and make babies. Why not encourage her when she is a very young adult at 18 to make as much profit as possible? That way she can afford housing, food, clothing, vacations, and things like that. So that when she does bring back a baby, whether she's married or not, because we as African Americans don't have high marriage rates. And we need to be okay with that because that's just the reality. Maybe that will change. Maybe it won't. But whether you have a baby within marriage or not you still have the the baby if the man dies or get you get a divorce you're still gonna have the baby so what are you gonna do to make sure that you can have children and raise them what are you gonna do should we start a business should we get trades should we go to school for business or should we go to school for trades should we go to school for stem related like should we all be nurses should we be doctors should we be engineers should we be biophysicists like uh, what should we do so that we can make the most money like what kind of life do you want to live so that you can make the most money rather than saying I just want you to go to some Ivy League school because a black man or woman can go to an Ivy League school get all A's graduate and still have a hard time getting a job at an insurance company that pays more than 50k a year when you are 200k in debt and the average house costs about three to five hundred K. I mean, come on. And then when your kid can't move out, when they are intellectually and physiologically ready to move out now because they don't have the capital, which you never taught them how to get. And in other communities, yes, they are being taught that. Now you want to sit here and judge them and treat them like their children when they are adults. 
I don't think that that's right. And I don't think that that's beneficial. So for me, because of all these things that I've seen as an African-American, I am in a way glad they got rid of affirmative action. I want black Americans to stop prioritizing going to private school. Most of us are poor anyway. Yes, there is a solid African-American middle class. There's a percentage of people out there, but they're a very small minority within a minority. So if those people want to go to private schools, hopefully they were breastfed and fed a lot of butters and whatever they needed, nuts and lion's mane, mushrooms, whatever, so that they can have the best brains possible so that they can compete intellectually and get into those schools. And hopefully their parents saved so that they can help them pay for those schools. I doubt it, but hopefully that's the case and they'll get in if they're meant to get in. If not, go to public school because you'll end up making the same amount of money anyway and go with a trained in mind. I mean, everything that I'm saying and everything that I've noticed, these are not even original ideas. I mean, this is what I genuinely think and have observed, but I'm not the first to notice this. W.E.B. Du Bois, some pronounce it Dubois because that's the French way, but he was African-American and he was from the 20th century and he pronounced it in an Americanized way. Italians did the same thing. Many people did the same thing. So I'm going to pronounce it the way he pronounced it. Du Bois. W.E.B. Du Bois was... Uh, an african-american man he graduated from harvard and he wrote asset which is i I didn't even think about that but yeah he graduated from harvard pre-affirmative action era and in the early 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 1900s might have been the year 1900 or 1901 or something like that and he wrote a series of essays and put them together in a book which was called the souls of black folk pretty good book i read it it was great And I'm just now remembering it as I'm talking, but it's 100% relevant to the conversation. So let's get into it. So this book, The Miseducation of the Negro, is all about W.E.B. Du Bois's observation of the African-American community at that time, which I'm seeing the same thing now, 100 years later, over 100 years later. We send our kids to school and he, he said this, he was like, you know, African-American children are going to school to learn about the stock market so that they can get jobs at buildings where they wouldn't even be hired to be the janitor. Now things have improved. You can be a janitor, but you're still going to have a hard time getting a better job than that. And even if you do, you're going to be extremely underpaid and you're going to be bullied with microaggressions. So, th- but this is what we send our kids to school for to at that time to get jobs that didn't exist for them and at this time to get jobs that barely exist for them that don't pay well enough for them to pay off their debts in terms of their car their home and their education never mind their kids and grandkids who are going to need the same thing so what's the point of going to these schools what has improved since we've been allowed to go in these schools in droves I don't see the major improvements. I don't care about affirmative action. Then there's all these black people saying, you know who benefits from affirmative action the most white women? Well, oh, well, white women got the privilege. They man looking out for them and they're going to do just fine. I'm not worried about white women. But as far as black women and black men, I truly from the bottom of my heart. And from what I've read and from what I've observed from in my mind as well, I don't see the benefits of black people getting into these universities. I don't even think these universities are teaching very good information. It's a lot of propaganda as far as gender is concerned. 
and that's extremely controversial nowadays, but I said what I said. And it's not really as beneficial to African Americans as many of them may assume. Because most of the older generation didn't go to these schools. It's younger people going to these schools, getting in a whole heap of debt that they cannot afford to ever pay off just so that they can be mistreated and degraded by the elders in their family who never even went to school but ended up better off because these boomers were able to get a house and an apartment and a vacation spot and have annual vacations with what a high school diploma if that you could get an administrative job with a high school diploma in the 1970s you can't do that anymore and that needs to change And if people are going to have to do that, let them get some work experience and say, you know what, I actually do need a college degree to do this job. I'm 19 years old. I've been doing this job for a year. I see that if I really want to move up in this job at this business, I'm going to need a bachelor's degree. Now you know exactly what you need to do and why you need to do it. So you can choose the most affordable school that's going to get you that degree the fastest. You can maybe even do an accelerated program, work part-time, especially if you're 18, 19 years old, you can still live with your parents. And even if they're bossing you around, it won't bother you the same as when you're 24. I assure you. You can get that degree while you're young because you know why you're doing it. You'll be more motivated. You won't be out partying. You will be paying it off as you go. And then when you finish, you can work overtime to pay that off. And if you have to get a master's degree, you'll do it and you'll do it very quickly. This is the way that people in graduate school operate. They're not out partying all the time. Most of them are very focused. But when you look at these undergrad programs, it's about extracurriculars, it's about partying, it's about all these fun things. You are not a member of an elite class to even be thinking that way when it comes to your education. The average African-American is not. But we put them in these situations and we give them all these loans. We throw out loans, loans, loans and make them think in their mind that, oh, yeah, I can go and party and I can go and join a bunch of clubs and I can major in this thing. I don't even know what it is, but I like the classes and I get to talk to my peers and it's so fun. They get out of the university and out of that community and now they're talking to their peers and they're not being treated well. They're not, they don't even fit in in their community. They don't fit in anywhere really and they're not being paid fairly and it's a bunch of debt and now they have to move back in with their parents and they are treated poorly by their parents, especially the girls. The boys not so much, but the girls always, usually, most of the time. (laughs) And most of the time I'll say. And... It just isn't a good cycle to continue. So my hopes with affirmative action coming to an end is that black people will start to reassess what the priority is. If I'm going to go into this college, these, these private schools, why am I doing that? These schools are racist. I'm not going to make no money with these degrees they're offering me. What is it that I really want to do? I hope they start going to community college. I still hope they start taking online classes if that if they can learn that way. I don't learn very well with an online class, but some people can. And I hope that people just reassess what it is that they really want to do. Get focused on making as much money as possible. And if some people skip college altogether, so be it. You can go back 10 years from now. You can go back to college at 28 years old.
And if you decide then that you're focused and ready because you know what you are good at because you've had so many jobs and you've done the trial and error, I truly believe you'll be better at it than if you went at 18 when you didn't even know anything of what it was you wanted to do with your life. I'd rather people start buying houses first and then going to college. I would honestly, I would rather. And if you have to rent out rooms in your house, do that. I want us to start thinking in a way that's way more resourceful. Let these Asian kids think they're going to fill up these colleges. They may, they may not. I don't know. That's not my business. I really don't even care. But what I would like for more black people to do is to get trades first. Get civil service jobs first. Get, go to work first. Get some hobbies first. Figure, find yourself a little bit first. Then figure out what major you want. Go to the most affordable school you can go to. Get as many scholarships and grants as you can possibly get. And then go to school. Work if you can go to school and work, do that. If you can only go to school, do that. And then work as much as you can over your breaks. And just like pay it off as you go as much as possible. And when you finish school, try to finish it as fast as possible. Get If you can get an accelerated degree where you're just like busting your behind to work to get that degree as quickly as possible. You get your associates in one year, bachelor's in one year. If you can handle that and you want to do that, go for it. And once you finish, pay off that debt fast as possible. Get the house or whatever property as fast as possible. Own a business and run it ethically, fairly, and hire other African Americans. That's what I think would be the best thing to do. That's what W.E.B. Du Bois thought was a good idea too, and it didn't happen. So I'm not saying that this will happen, but that's my hope. Because at this point, what the government is showing is that they're not helping us anymore. They didn't want to help us to begin with. So what are we going to do to come up with different strategies to help ourselves and each other? That's my next question. And that's what I'm, I'm going to be looking out for with the next upcoming generation. So later.